oh, I don't really want to do this show. I don't know why, Kev. It's nothing personal. That's all right. You know, some it is. some uh, days you feel it, and mm-hmm. you come into the pool shed, and you're like, you know what? We're going to rock this show tonight. Mm-hmm. And some days you're like, you know, this is a struggle. It's a struggle to get started. It's a struggle to think about. Struggle to do, but I got to do it. I made a commitment to my listeners and to our queen, Jen Husko, the only Patreon (laughs) 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 subscriber. I actually now, I'm actually, so much time has passed in our Patreon efforts where we've just had the one, Jen Husko, who immediately, immediately, when there was a call to action for Patreon, Jen Husko went right at it. She did it. No you hesitation. Know? No hesitation. I'm going to I'm going to be a supporter of this program. And then uh and then uh, we make her the queen. She we should make be. a big deal about it. She's paying us exactly uh $120 a year. And she's not in the cheapest plan. She's in she's in our like middle plan, she, you know. Yeah, she's a good woman. And and $10 a month mm-hmm. is what she's paid. And uh for that $10 a month, we'll literally We'll make a show just catered to her every whim, uh-huh. you know? She gets co- uh, exclusive content that's just for her, mm-hmm. you know? She has been labeled our queen, <laughs> right? Yes. For $120. A mere $120. We That's how big of whores we are. As for $120, we'll do all that stuff for you because we are an absolute whore. And, and so we'd said all that and still... One Patreon, one Patreon supporter, and now, after all these weeks, I don't want another Patreon supporter. I don't want anyone to go to patreon.com slash Dutch Hall. I do not want them to. I don't blame you. I want one Patreon supporter, Jen Husko. She's our queen. There's not room for more than one queen. Nope. And now, if there is somebody that throws some money at that, she wants. They want to throw on the queen, or they want to. <laughs> they want to like make it, the conversation interesting. Now, all of a sudden, you know, maybe I uh, I have to eat my words. You know, maybe I take it back. But but at this moment, I don't want it to happen. I only want one Patreon person. And it's Jen, and we're going to make this show for 120 dollars a year, <laughs> and that's uh, that's fine. We're going to do it. Less than a cup of coffee a day. Yeah. That's how you make this quality, quality programming. But there's only one way to get this program started, no matter how much you pay. And that's by playing a little thing we call the theme song. Welcome to the Dutch Hall. This is going to be a great show tonight. We're in the pool shed. We're in Pine Grove. We're the funniest pool shed ever to come. No, we're the funniest podcast ever come out of pool shed in Pine Grove. Whatever. We're that. And we're here in our pool shed. Just me, little old me, and the man sitting next to me that's running the board, Kevin Van Dungeon, everybody. Give us a hand. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, I'd be remiss if we didn't... Uh, um, 
at least introduce our um, robot uh, uh, compatriot, who's quite, been quite quiet, and, and I don't even care. I'm happy that he's quiet. Yeah. But Robot Dave, everyone, give him a hand. Thanks a lot, Pete. Robot Dave, I'm, I, I, I'm okay. We've had a strained relationship lately. He has been on my nerves. <laughs> and uh, I've actually disconnected his uh, neck. Oh, that's oh, fantastic. <laughs> oh, is it? Is it? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, last week you had an opportunity, Dave. You had an opportunity. We had Ryan, Lisa, Vandenbush here. They're talking about this experience with it changed their life. Ryan's talking about little uh, Mexican people that are like detoxing his whole psyche or whatever, his, his, his history. And you have one thing to say. I you said, don't have a soft spot for Mexicans. That's what you should have said. You're a week late, Dave. A week late. Yeah, why, what's your problem, man? Yeah, well, that's my problem. It would have been funny if you said it at the time. You know, That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Anyways, and I'm your host, and two-time... Two-time... President's Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke, everyone. That was a great show tonight. I am in the middle um, of Olympic fever, Kevin. You Olympic are. fever. I have, um, I have it big time. What's and your I, event? My event is everything. I like the fact that I'm going to do this. I like the fact that the Olympics are um, uh, going on, Mm -hmm. like they're actually going on. And when you're like watching streaming stuff all the time, nothing's going on. It's live. You know, like the only thing you can watch live that's going on when you're not watching the old dinosaur television Mm -hmm. is uh, the news maybe. Uh, and the news is terrible. Depressing. Right? Yeah, it's all bad news. They don't do news that where there's good stuff happening. Yep. Or in sports, when sports is happening, then uh, it's exciting and there's good stuff happening. For every tragedy, there's a there's a victory. You know, oh, someone wins. Yeah, yeah. So every I like the stories. I like the stories of all these Olympians who like have to like overcome all these incredible odds and. The people that come from these small countries, and and uh, there's been so many great stories this Olympics. I've been watching a lot of the track events. I really, really love uh, the racing. The running. All the running I like. And I watched the Jamaican women uh, sweep the podium in the 100 meter for the women. Wow. Uh, it was awesome. Um, I watched uh, Canada beat United States in soccer. I heard. Unbelievable. Going to the finals? What? Are we going to the finals? Yeah, we're going to the finals. Like we're going to play uh, Sweden, I believe. Sweden. Sweden is soccer powerhouse? Well, they beat the States in the in the uh, round robin. And they also beat the States a couple of years ago, too. So they have, they're like been no, they've been pretty deep. They're a pretty, pretty good uh, soccer team. And uh, Canada, in the game against the United States, they were out outclassed. Totally outclassed by the U.S. Like, the U.S. is is like a way better soccer team. Right. They got like they just got so many more stars than than what Canada has. But Canada uh, just played a really tight defensive game. They just didn't make mistakes. They just mm-hmm. played really hard. And then the U.S. couldn't really crack them. And then uh, they got this one just like really really fortunate penalty 
where the girls going the girl from the US is going back just to get like an like an innocuous ball like they're kind of playing the ball back and she's just like leisurely going back to get it mm-hmm. and this Canadian player like she's like a rocket she comes out of nowhere just like a to challenge for the ball. Yeah. And the American didn't see her coming. And so the American's just going to give it a boot back into play. A boot. And when she's booting it, um, the Canadian comes in out of nowhere. And and she's challenging for the ball, too. Right. And the follow-through, like, the American didn't even see the Canadian. She wasn't doing it on purpose. But she just kind of went to kick it and kicked the Canadian. The Canadian went ass over tea kettle. And then... Uh, it was right in the corner where the penalty box was or whatever. Right. And so it was a penalty kick, and uh, this girl from London buried it. Nice. Yeah, it was awesome. It was really good. And they just had to, like, because at, like, the 60-minute mark, they let, they made three substitutions, the Americans did. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, three of their, like, they're, like, the three best players from their soccer teams from the past. It's, like, they bring out, like, the all-stars, the you know? Ringers. The ringers, you know? We're like, Canada's fucked. You're like watching it. You're like, Canada's fucked. Anyways, so the stories. But they did it. They did it. It was awesome. So you think uh, the, the we're going to have a Cinderella story victory? Or is Sweden going to get, are we going to get thumped? Well, I do think that for Canada to win, it would be a bit of a Cinderella story. I do think we're still the underdogs in the final. be a nice Olympic story, though. But we did it uh, against uh, the United States already, yep. and there's no reason why we can't do it again uh, against uh, Sweden. Well, I hope they didn't blow their load. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, that's the thing. I hope they didn't blow the blow their load exactly. Uh, they could, maybe they're out partying their asses off last night and stuff like that. <laughs> that but was he, their gold medal. That game was their right gold there. medal. Just beating the Americans. Yeah. The Americans, I bet you, won't even get bronze because no, uh, that's yeah. the American give thing, up, eh? right? Yeah, if you don't get gold, fuck it. Who cares? They don't care. They just give up. They do the same thing in every tournament. It seems that the Americans don't play, get to play for gold. They're playing for silver. If they're playing for bronze, I mean, they just like... Yeah, don't bother. They don't bother. Russians, too. Russians give up, too, if they're playing for bronze. Russian machine don't break. Also, if Russia, uh, Russia, in my opinion, at least in hockey, uh, if the momentum switches, they fucking crumble. Yeah. They're they're uh, mentally weak. Win or none. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say put right. I know we have Russian listeners. <laughs> we do. Yeah, we actually do. We get about uh, four a month. The internet's gonna be shut off. <laughs> <laughs> they they will not like that comment. No. But I, but I do see it as that the Russians were Canadians. When you watch a Canadian team play, not not just hockey, but in soccer, and if you're watching a Canadian that's like in track, even. Mm-hmm. If a Canadian in anything, they don't give up. As long as there's a chance, right? Yeah, they just keep going. Like even if they're behind, if they're like, they're like late. They come on late. Mm-hmm. You know, I find that's a lot of small country, smaller countries are like that. Like in the girls' two hundred meter today, the women's two hundred meter. Yeah, there was a, it was a great race. The same one that won the one hundred won the two hundred, and the one g- girl I was picking to win, she got fourth. Because this girl Gabby Thomas, who's gorgeous, uh, she got bronze. That sounds like an American name. Yeah, it's very American. Yeah, yeah. she's like a she's like a super tall, skinny, good-looking uh, black girl. And then uh, then the, this girl from the ba- Bahrain. No, I think it's Bahrain or something, or Nambia. Nambia. That's where it was. Nambia. Big country. This uh, girl from Nambia. 
just comes out of nowhere, you know, and just blasts the front. If, the, if it was 210 meters that race, she would have won the whole thing. But oh. the girl came from out of nowhere. She just needed a little bit more time. Yeah, and that's because she's from a nobody country, and she was going to give everything she had. Like, she was just giving her shit at the end. Nothing to lose. And that's... Um, so that's pretty good. What I noticed is that um, in the racing, it's starting to become a lot more parody. You're starting to see a lot of parody. But uh, where it really lines up where all the races um, kind of like are equal mm-hmm. is at about the uh, um, 800 meters. 800 or 400 meters. 400 meters, I think it's like you got an Asian, you got a white guy, you got a black guy. They're all like, like, gonna win. They can win anybody's game. Yeah, you go into too long, then you're into the Kenyans and the Ethiopians. Like you know, marathon. Of- you're not gonna be able to touch those guys, eh? Those countries are gonna walk away. The sprinters. You're talking Americans and Jamaicans. Right. You know, those are countries are. Gonna get it. You got ping pong. You got badminton. You're gonna talk with your heavily Asian countries yep. in those. Yep. You got, uh, you know, you got uh, equestrian. That's a very white sport. Right. You got sailing. That's privilege. a very white sport. That's you know? a privilege to become a sailor. Yachting. That's a that's a white sport. Yep. Kayaking. Again, white. Mm-hmm, Canoeing. White. Yeah, I right. would, I would say that. There's Asian teams, though, in the kayaking. Yeah? They were quite good, yeah. Hmm. China. Do they have, like, a whitewater rapid yeah. course? Yeah. Sounds white. That sounds like a white sport to me. Swimming? White. Yep. All water sports, really. Water polo sounds like a white sport. Water polo sounds white, you know? Yep. But uh, diving is more acrobatic. And therefore, you'll get more of a mix. Asians are very, the Asians come in there. It's not just white anymore for diving. Right now, you got the uh, Spanish. You got the uh, you got a little bit of variation. As soon as you get to start flipping, is there still like weightlifting and wrestling? Yeah, there's weightlifting and wrestling, but I don't think those are uh, uh, have any distinction because of race. Yeah, it's you more know? of a weight class thing, though. Weight class, yeah, but anyone's got a shot there. Right. Uh, I'm just thinking of like. Like the shot put, shot put, and all that stuff. Discus seems that's very white. I'm gonna say pole vaulting sounds like a very white sport. Yeah, very white for sure. You know, pole vaulting is white. High jump, for that matter. Yeah, it's pretty white, which is weird. Mm-hmm. You know, you think you would think wouldn't think the think there'd be some black guys with ups. You know, field so, hockey. You ever see like a Chinese guy or like a Vietnamese guy? Uh, you ever see them like try to sp- a spike a volleyball? They're fucking jumping right over the net. They're, they have good it's Incredible, ups. yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Uh, volleyball's good parody, too. Uh, what'd you say? Shooting. Field hockey? Shooting. Oh, that that's oh, that's a winter sport where they ski and then shoot, but that's... Yeah, they had, I just saw, like, a, like a, a marksmanship or whatever. Right. And it was... Uh, you think the the one, They were wearing, like, lead like, outfits. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, the one Russian guy, and, and they have, like, a thing that comes down over the one eye, because they want... To blacken the eye, so it looks like they have an eye patch. Robocop. And they have like these leather, and like the Chinese guy had a r- red one, the red leather, and the Russian guy had a red one, and someone has a blue one for their country or whatever. Right. They all look like fucking Robocop, exactly. Yeah. Anyways, the Russian guy looked fucking like a, definitely like a supervillain. 
<laughs> right out of a James Bond movie. Yeah. Anyways, I love the stories. I like the. I, I cry for all of them. You know, like I, I've been crying for the Olympics. I don't know because yeah. I'm old and emotional. Now. But anyways, uh, so I'm enjoying the hell of the Olympics. Is there a UN team? I, re- I heard this year too. Huh? There's like a UN team. Like, well, I thought I read today. Like, there's a team where it's all like they all, they're all from different countries, but they're representing people who sh- who are in smaller countries that shouldn't. Oh yeah, because there's also like the Russia. Russia can't have a team. But they have the people of Russia or something have a team hmm. because Russia was banned. Oh. But you can't ban the the pe- the people who, who didn't didn't cheat, so they just ban the country. Hmm. So that's like the so they they call it the ROC or something. What do you think about like an all steroid Olympics? I'm all for it. I don't have a, I don't have a problem with it. You know, this is a serious thing, though. I think that the before I get, I um, the Paralympics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I saw Michelle P- uh, Petty Clark, who is like, uh, I think that's her name. Okay. She is the, she spoke at one of our my work functions, right. and uh, she's a uh, five-time uh, gold medalist for the hundred-meter uh, wheelchair mm-hmm. uh, race, and five-time gold medalist. Five times. Five times in a row. Like that's it's amazing. It's and as she went and told her story. It's and it was it was so enthralling. Her story, you know. That uh, I think that they sh- Paralympics shouldn't be a separate thing. I think they should have the hundred meter wheelchair, like right after the hundred meter. Like, yeah, yeah. If you really want to be inclusive, that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it, and it's, and it's not like these guys aren't training the same as the hundred meter. Right. And like it's it's hardcore, man. It's like really the big a big deal. Global, you're trying to be the best in the world. Yeah. And they're fucking with each other mentally. They're trying to get in each other's heads and like doing all these things. It's mm-hmm. like. This is, I want to see this alongside everybody else, you know? That's a good point. And um, I don't want to see it as separate games, you know? I honestly have never watched it. Because it belittles the, I think it belittles a lot of these athletes. I think I'd rather watch the blind, like gold ball. They have this thing gold ball in the Paralympics. It's for blind people. And if you're not blind, you can still play, but you got to blindfold. blindfold yourself. And it's like a ball with a bell in it, and they chuck it around. you got to catch it by sound. So I think if you're not really blind, you're going to suck at it. Because your right. hearing's not going to be very, as good. But anyways, um, that's what I think about Paralympics. But I wanted to say this: I go, I'm enjoying the hell of the Olympics. I love it. I mean, I'm just enjoying every minute of it. And then I go to my brothers, and I'm talking to my brother about the Olympics, how much I like it. And he says to me, "You know what? I don't like it." He goes, uh, "No one." He says, "No one has big tits." <laughs> not one one athlete has big tits he's going like uh um there's a lot of nice legs i'll give you that he says sure there's a lot of nice asses but i'm not like an ass man he wants boobs i'm a boob man he says he goes i'm a breast man and i go um and he, you know if you look at his wife is she is a very slender woman with enormous tits you know okay. yeah so like he he likes what he likes and he's not seen at the Olympics, right? <laughs> I didn't know that was a criteria for tuning in, but... He goes, I thought even some of the throwing events, you'd see, you know, one some of these big girls with big, huge tits that could just, like, wing those big milkers around when they're trying to chuck a discus or something like that. Right. And uh, he goes, nope. 
boxy shoulders and beanbag tits, you know, like just little beanbag tits. He's like, he doesn't, he's not happy with it at all. He goes, I think it's body fat. I think you train so much and you lose the weight in your tits first. That's what he's saying. And I'm like, and then um, all of my uh, female, I live with a bunch of women, eh? Right. They all said, um, no, it's the, like a lot of it's, some of those girls probably have big boobs, but they're strapping them down. Like, oh. you know, you got to compete. So you're like, uh, uh, have to wear like a pretty thick, Sport, like sports right. bra to keep those things Harnessed. under control. Yeah. And I think there is something to that, but a lot of them, uh, but there's also, there's a lot of very skinny women cause they're like working out all the time and they yep. don't ha- and they don't have boobs, but I'm not a boob guy. No, I'm a total butt guy. You are too? Yep. Yeah, I'm a butt guy, so to me, the Olympics is like a dream. Um, yeah, yeah. And I've never, and never in, like until my brother had mentioned it, I never at once thought about the girls not having big boobs. At the Olympics, yeah. I've looked at their numbers, I've looked at their face, but mostly I'm looking at their country, and then I'm listening to the story, I'm watching, I'm, I'm, I'm watching the story unfold, I'm, look, I'm getting into the drama, <laughs> but then as soon as I leave my brother's house... Now you're sexualizing the Olympics. Yeah, now I'm looking at the Olympics and I'm checking out everyone's tits and I'm trying to find <laughs> one girl. I did find a Canadian nice. javelin thrower, I think. Right. Who looked like, and now I was saying, if those are strapped down boobs, mm-hmm. they're probably pretty big. Right. And I was saying there was a Canadian javelin thrower. It looked like she might have had a good rack. But that's a. Uh, that's the, I'm ashamed of myself. I'm ashamed of myself for even wanting to, for even knowing, thinking that way. But my brother's done that to me. He's put it in my head, and now I'm watching the Olympics. And before like a big race, I'm like checking the everyone's rack out. Uh, I mean, you can feel ashamed, or we can just blame your brother. Yeah, it's my brother's fault. Yeah. Anyways, I don't see why you. I wouldn't complain anyway. There's a lot of very attractive. Uh, women in the Olympics, absolutely, very attractive women in the Olympics. I don't, I can't even. Uh, nice in shape girls. It's unbelievable how many uh, beautiful women and talented. Yeah, good at what they do. Yeah, I tell you, I'm, but way too young for me. <laughs> the yeah, some of some sports, you 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 can't you peak at like uh, as a child. Like you gymnastics, peak at like, right? Well, skateboarding. Oh, it's a sport uh, now. Uh, skateboarding is a sport this year. They got, uh, I was watching the highlights and they were like, here's this 20, 21 year old. And then she comes out and just eats shit and looks garbage. Oh. And then they're like, here, and then come the teenagers. And then the, there's a 16 year old comes out. She's great. And then the podium is three 13 year old girls. Is, wow. is a, and they're all like phenoms. They were like, they're landing tricks that no one else could do. Mm. So I think that's because when you're skateboarding or gymnastics for that matter, you are doing things that are stupid, like they're uh, they're really dumb, and you're probably going to get hurt. Yeah, but in order to be able to do those things, you're going to get hurt. And when you're young, you can recover easy, and you're not as scared. And that so you're not scared because you know, like even if I get hurt, I'll fix myself yep. quickly. But when you're like twenty, like it, it then lasts. it starts to become real, and then and then you don't you start to, the fear starts to kick in. Yeah, like I couldn't I couldn't. Uh, Picture taking up skateboarding at my age right now. No, it's it's ridiculous. I didn't want to stand on one. No, I, I don't want to either. No. A longboard I might do. I actually thought about rollerblades the other day, but even that, I'm like, I'd be the nerd with the knee pads and the the gloves. 
Yeah, those gloves are a good idea. Because of fall. Those wrist guards? Yeah. They'll really fuck you up, man. Yep. My wife uh, my wife is actually a, a rollerblading um, enthusiast. Oh, yes? Yes. She loves rollerblading. Mm-hmm. She really does. And, does uh, she wear the guards? Yeah. Um, I don't know. She's inconsistent with her safety gear. Okay. But what she does is she likes to go very fast mm-hmm. and play her music. She puts her phone in a pocket in her... Uh, stretchy pants mm-hmm. and then she plays her music loudly god bless lululemon and then uh, and then she rollerblades through our subdivision uh with her with her um late 90s early 2000s uh pop music playlist so she wouldn't be hearing a car coming no she would though because it's not in headphones oh 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 it's playing out of her pants oh <laughs> so that the whole community can hear hear her her song choices. This is what your lovely li- wife likes to listen to. That's what that's her uh, that's her exercise routine. That's what she likes to do. But she loves rollerblading, and I, and but she goes so fast. I've I've went out with her before because I do have a pair of rollerblades. Yeah, and uh, uh, it's it's uh, she goes so fast, and it's like she hits uh, stones all the time, and then eats shit. Oh wow! And then you, all it takes is one stone on a road. How often are you going to run into a stone on the road? Often, all the time. Yep. So that's what I mean. Like I don't go as fast as she goes. She goes balls out, and uh, most of the time she doesn't crash, but she does crash once in a while, and it's always like pretty, like Perfect, ugly. Yeah. I'm like, you still got to go to work. Yeah, you, you know? gotta. Someone's got to get paid around here. <laughs> 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 You're following around the mattress. I got Jen Husko, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Hopefully, she stays happy. <laughs> One ten. Uh, but um, yeah, I don't forget what's going with that. Anyways, yeah. There's so big tits of the Olympics. If anyone out there is uh, is uh, watching the Olympics and sees uh, some uh, a, a sport with huge guns, where where huge boobs are an advantage. Uh, please let me know at live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. Yeah, there was volleyball controversy I heard this year too. Oh, what was that? Uh, uh, one team didn't want to wear, the girls team didn't want to wear short. Oh, yeah. Short knickers. Yeah, I did hear that. Yeah. Which, uh, I think it was like Sweden or something. They didn't want to wear the bathing suit bottoms because they were a little too hoary. Right. Which I have a daughter that actually plays beach volleyball. Yeah. And she does wear shorts because the same reason. She says, like, I'm not fucking wearing yeah, like, yeah, yeah. with a half my ass hanging out. And uh, I've never complained. I'm like, yeah, do whatever you want. You shouldn't have to be. Yeah. A, the, a, and the boys are playing. They're not wearing it. They're not wearing like fucking Speedos, Speedos or whatever. So what's the deal? And uh, for them to enforce that, that they had yeah. to wear, like, how does that affect play at all? Yeah, I don't get it. That's just them selling sex. You know, Absolutely, I bet you it's probably one of the more popular sports, right? Like huge, it's one of the biggest draws at the sure. Olympics. Yeah, it's like hockey at winter. Yeah, beach volleyball and it's women's beach volleyball. They're not watching men's beach volleyball; no. they're watching women's beach volleyball. And Canada's got a really good team, eh? Yeah, they got this one team. They have a girl. She's like uh, a million feet tall. Like I'm pretty sure it's like a million feet tall. I'm not good with numbers, so I'll go. I'll agree. Very tall. Yep. The weirdest part about her is the part from just under her tits mm-hmm. to the top of her vagina. Right. That is a mile and a half. Wow. Yeah, that's how tall she is. 
That part is of her body is a, is very long. Does she have tree trunk legs, strong legs that allow her to leap? No, she doesn't have to leap at all. I don't think because she's so tall. Okay, like she just elbows and assholes, like just uh, <laughs> very gangly, right. like long woman. And then the her partner is a is a small um, girl. Right. I think Italian girl from Toronto. Super fast. Uh, and she's just everywhere. Yeah. She's just everywhere, and she's steady Eddie, and she's always got it. Mm-hmm. But the big girl, and uh, I call her big. She's super skinny, but like the big tall girl. Very tall, yeah. She is uh, just blocks at the net, and she's got real long arms, so, so her arms go everywhere. And she's it's so a she's a full time blocker. And then the other girls just pretty much gets everything. <laughs> she's just running. Yeah, and they've they like they don't lose. No, they're ranked number one, and they are really good. Uh, I don't know. I just think they should wear whatever they want, honestly. Yeah, damn right. If you don't want to wear the bikini bottoms, good for you. Just wear shorts. If you're wearing... If those girls are wearing shorts, too, they're still super hot. Oh, my goodness. It's not like I'm going to stop watching. The, like, it's like there's, it's it's still good. Plus, yeah. I like the sport, too. It's actually a good sport. Yeah, it's at least exciting to watch. Yeah, it's fun to play, too. Mm. Um, And when you're going to bring your kids around to a sport... You know, like beach volleyball is a pretty good one to bring your kids around to. Yeah, uh, we did it one summer with my one daughter, and uh, yeah, it was nice. Instead of going to cold hockey rinks or whatever, you're going yeah. to different beaches and uh, putting out a cooler. And, Tough gig. <laughs> yeah, uh, I gotta watch my kid sports. You know, I'm just gonna drink beer. Yeah, <laughs> it was cool, and we got to go to beaches we wouldn't really ordinarily go to. Yeah, yeah, that beats driving on a snowstorm. Oh yeah! If oh, I knew that when I was sixteen, if you were sixteen and you, and you knew, like I used to, we made our own volleyball net and we bring it to Turkey Point Beach and right. play. But if I knew there was a league, oh, I'd be in. And because there's, it's like, um, it's eighty percent women hey, you train that play, and uh, there's maybe one or two boys teams in the corner, like teenage boys that play. I'm like, if I was a teenage boy, this is heaven. This is Shangri La. Yeah, man. You know, I would be here. I would be doing the circuit. It yeah. would be the best thing in my life. We should probably get a co-ed team going. Yeah. If I would, uh, yeah, because I am like uh, a co-ed team, eh? Yeah. No. Nope. I don't want a liability. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No, I'm sorry. I'm here. My wife is a, my wife's a better volleyball player than I am. Actually, yeah. She played organized volleyball, and I did not. I only played beach with my friends mm-hmm. on a net that we made of a tire rim and a f- old f- fence post. And uh, and so she would play, like, adult league competitive, and right. I could only play adult league rec. And then so she was invited to play competitive, and then I'd have to, like, only be invited if she was invited to a rec tournament. <laughs> right? Yep. And then eventually I worked my way up. You practiced? Till I was able to prove to her that I could play in a competitive situation, right? You know, and I actually was quite proud of it. But she was way better. She's way better than me at it, or because she played organized stuff. I never did, right? But uh, I got to tell you, she beats me at everything. She beats me at uh, when we started dating. Even she, we went on a date one time. She went went bowling. She beat me at bowling. Then uh, we went to play pool after. She beat me at pool. And then I said, why don't we play darts? She threw one dart. She said, bullseye. I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> You're out. I'm, so, I'm not playing with you. So you got a high compete level? Yeah, she's very, very competitive. And then she starts like this. She's very talented, too. Like, so like she's yeah. hard to beat. This is how she starts. We used to play tennis all the time when we first got married. 
and uh, we'd play tennis. And uh, I'd be start winning, you know. And then she'd say to me, she'd go, uh, oh, you know, my leg is uh, hurt, and I didn't warm up, and uh, I didn't do this right, and I'm, you know, all these things, you know. Excuses why she's not winning. And then I start to think like I'm being a little bit unfair because she's a tiny little girl yep. and I'm a big boy, right? So then I'm thinking, well, maybe I'm, and then, then I let my guard down a little bit and then she demolishes me. Just crushes, yeah. And I lose. And then this happens for decades, you know, it happens for decades. <laughs> yeah. So I know it's going to happen. I know she's going to do this to me, right? So uh, now when I play her, I don't ease up. I'm yeah. playing competitive. The whole time, and I use, and I still lose. And uh, so, my my wife this year got into pickleball. Have you ever played pickleball? Nope. So, pickleball is like tennis, but it's like tennis for fat people or something. Oh, right? I'd be good at pickleball. Maybe, but I don't know the way my wife plays. <laughs> she's makes us work like it was, wow. like it was a super workout. But she's making me run all over the place. So, anyways, uh, she we played a couple times, and she's won. But this time, we played just yesterday, and uh, I'm telling you, I think she might have been letting me win, because she was having some unforced errors. Mm-hmm. She never has unforced errors. You know, as I usually have unforced errors. This time, no unforced errors. Right. The stars were aligning. Yeah, everything's going well. And I'm happy to say, after, uh, I don't know, maybe 20 years, I fucking beat that woman in pickleball. Nice. I beat her good. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, 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 I couldn't even believe it. I came home bragging, flexing for my kids, just really rubbing it in. Right. I don't know if I've ever beat her. One time I remember I lost so much to her, I had to challenge her to a 100-meter dash. Did you win or she beat I, you? No, I, I beat her in the 100-meter oh, dash. Okay, good, good. Because like, she's small. She can't keep legs are shorter? Yeah, I can yeah. beat her in basketball, too. I could, like, because I'll dominate her like, yeah. physically. Yeah. Um, but in uh, anything where she, where you can't like just be a bully, yeah, then she's gonna she's win. Got you in the skills, yeah, skills and smarts. Yeah, yeah. Which How about your mean? wife? Uh, I don't know. If you and your wife were had to do like um, bowling, mm-hmm. went bowling, who'd win? I think um, I'd I'd beat her at first till she till she, you know, she's she thought about it. And At she, first, she'd be like, oh, whatever, I don't give a shit about this game. And then once I beat her a couple of times and rubbed it in, she'd probably beat me. Then when she concentrates on it, she's yep. like... She's like, all right, I'm going to fuck you up. So your wife has more ability to be talented than you do? Is I, that what you're th- saying? I believe so. Yeah. It's That's just what, whatever they're interested in, they seem to be good at. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks, right? I think they're just better than we are. They're smarter. Like, I think women in general... I think they're smarter. Are You think women are smarter than men? Yeah, I do. Well, it makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. See, the old the old way of thinking was men are smarter than women because our brains are bigger, <laughs> and it's natural. Yeah, right. I got more brains. You got a bigger head because I got a bigger head. Yeah, so I'm def I'm definitely smarter. I think it just means there's more space not being used. Yeah, maybe. I'm, I think that's probably true. But now it's clear. It seems clear that women are smarter because they needed their cunning in order to survive. Yep. Right, and where we don't really need cunning, we can just go with brawn to survive. Yeah, right, they, and I think they just had to work so much harder to to be able to do anything that we were just allowed to do. You know, like work wise or whatever. Like it was a man's world for a long time, and 
they had to actually things that we got away with they got to do like they had to work hard to do they ruined everything though yeah don't you think this one's for the ladies out there (laughs) uh i think think that this is what happened this is what i think happened the the world was running and men were going to work every day and then they were drinking at lunch and they were like going to the strip club after work for a little bit and then they were coming home you know yeah and they were having a fucking blast right (laughs) And uh, then all of a sudden, uh, women started entering the workplace, and men are like, what's going on here? This is the craziest idea ever. We're just going to be fucking them all the time. What are you crazy? I got work to do. Right. You know? And then and then, uh, then they actually did that for a while when the women started. They would just like be like sexually harassing them and trying to bang them and doing all this stuff. Yeah. And then, eventually, um, they smartened, they were able to be smartened up by the women who then said, who then went to work. They, they thought they were going to work to work, you yeah. know? And so they went to work, and they weren't, like, fucking around, going to lunch and drinking anymore, and they weren't, like, going to strip clubs. And meetings were, like, about work, and, and the time you were spending at the office was for work. Right. And then when you went home, you know, like, you couldn't, like, lie to your wife <laughs> about what work was like because she knows what work is like. Yeah, she was working or her friend was. Yeah. yeah. Someone's going to tell her. That they're not really working as hard as you think they are. Half the time they're fucking around, hitting on their secretaries and, yeah. you know, golfing with their buddy who just happens to be like a, a contact, like a, a like a sales call for them or whatever, yeah, yeah. but it's really just a guy they went to college with. Yeah. And then um, that's what most of the workplace was. And when women came, they actually had yeah. this had this vision of what the workplace was from the stories they were hearing from the man coming yeah. home. Which was complete horseshit. He's exhausted. He's exhausted because it was such hard work. He's but now he's, he's drunk from drinking at lunch. Yeah. And uh, he's tired from drinking at lunch. That's the, really the truth. And then they came and actually did the work. And now the men have to actually go to work and do the actual work. Yeah. And it's not as much fun. And so you ruined it, women. You ruined it. Yeah. You could have just came and to the strip club with us. <laughs> Nobody would complain. <laughs> We could all be drinking at lunch now. Yeah. But no, no, we're all working hard. I guess we didn't let him in on the secret when they came in. Like, hey, I know. Nobody has to work hard. Well, if we weren't trying, we were, we were, we were, we were bad back then. Eh? Men, yeah. were, men were bad. We, we were. We got by with uh, uh, violence for a long time. <laughs> yeah, or the threat of it. Yeah. And they took it away from us, and then we lost consistently ever since. <laughs> yeah, because they're smarter. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Why don't you take away the ability to just like uh, slap a bitch? Yeah, <laughs> you you got pretty much nothing. They were like, they walked in and they were like, uh, okay, so all I got to do is work a little bit and outsmart these guys, and we're gonna run it. Yeah, yeah. And eventually it happened. Yeah, it's easy. They were going against somebody that they were well, they were overmatched for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, I'm happy. I have two girls, and uh, and uh, I have no man in my life other than me. Right. You know, like uh, so I have no dog in the game. <laughs> yep. Right. So I'm willing to jump ship off the male ship onto the fe- team female because I think they're going to win. I think they're going to win too. So I'm just going to be begging for mercy here and just supporting uh, my girls, hoping they'll they'll like give me some sort of like uh, reprieve until I die of natural causes. They'll put you in the good rest home. 
Yeah, something. Yeah. I think the metal would be shipped to either the uh, jerk-off plant <laughs> or uh, the heavy lifting plant, you know? Yeah. Yep. And you'd be telling your son in the future, you know, be going like, uh, you know, you better do your homework, kid, or you're going to be uh, sent to the heavy lifting plant, you know, breaking your back. Yep. And, uh, you know, you could be like your, or you could be like your cousin. Who was uh did his homework and now he's in the old jerk off plant getting like uh yep you know some robot to fucking jerk milk the off. cum off of him three times a day and that's a pretty good life yep beats being an accountant do your homework which all the women are accountants now because they're, they're smarter <laughs> men aren't smart enough we're just lifting and and sperm donation yeah right? maybe driving. Uh, robots will drive. Ah, good point. Yeah, yeah. And, and apparently women drive too now. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a it's a crazy world. Yep. This is kind of turned out to be a chauvinistic show. Yeah. Do you think? I don't know. I think we're on their side. Tit. Uh, we talked about there's the big tits thing. That's more my brother. Can you imagine though, if like a girl, your wife was like, "There's just not enough cock." Like I don't see enough big cocks at the Olympics. Well, just to be fair. I was watching uh, some of the sprinters, and you can see their dicks pretty clearly. Yeah. And you can see, like, some of these guys, they got, like, hogs that are, like, they're hard pack, to... They're packing. Yeah, like, uh, they're, you can see them snaking down the one side, you know? <laughs> and then you're like, what the hell? This guy's just about to race. You figure he's going to be, like, nervous, and nope. it's going to be all sucked up. But it's like... All show. Yeah, they're, they're, I, think, I don't even know... Some of it's like, holy fuck, man, this guy's got a big half of yeah. a baby's arm. No Joe Botellos, like, in the tights? No, there is guys like that, oh, too, yeah. Yeah. which is understandable. Those guys, full credit. Like, I mean, you got to do your, you got to race. You're yeah. nervous, man. Yep. But, like, even the, even the Canadian guy, that uh, Andre DeGrasse, man, like, he, he's got a fucking hat. He's got a weapon hanging there. Packing, yeah. Yeah, he's got some swagger. That's part of it, eh? So like I mean, uh, my, so I was watching it with my wife and commenting on their hogs all the time, getting her to look at him, right? To say look at that guy, he's a fucking monster there, you yeah. know. Like there's one guy I forget where he was from there, but goddamn, uh, fucking frightening. Yeah, yeah, it looked like it had had some sort of an elbow in it, <laughs> maybe a nail at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. yeah, that's it. So the Olympics. Athletic, Olympic, and a big piece. Huh? Like, uh, athletic uh, at the Olympics with a big piece. Yeah. Good bravo for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's am- And then all these, like, hot women. I guess it's a fuck fest over there, eh? I don't know. The athletes, assume. like, every time they have athlete villages or whatever, the, apparently it's they're all just banging each other. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of tension. And then your event's over. What do you do? Yeah, you got people from all over the world that are your age that are all in great shape, and yeah, it's a bunch of beautiful people. Yeah, they're just of course you're gonna fuck. Yeah, be crazy not to. Yeah, one time I did a corporate gig at uh, like a Narcotics Anonymous, mm-hmm. and uh, as soon as I got there, I walked in the the conference center, and like you just got a feeling there's sexual tension in the air. Yeah, that everybody's here to fuck. Hmm. Like it just had that kind of vibe. And then uh, you realize it's a Narcotics Anonymous convention, right? Yeah. So you can't do drugs. Probably can't drink. You can't drink. Yeah. So all they're doing is like smoking cigarettes and drinking coffee and then... Staring at each other, getting horny. And then fucking, yeah. Yeah. Those are the things you can do. 
to if you gotta like escape, right? Yeah. So that's what they do. It was a horny environment. Yeah. And I asked the guy who worked the gig before. I was kind of like, "Is everyone fucking here? Like, it seems like a horny <laughs> place. This place, you know." And he's like, "Oh yeah, p- people are fucking like yeah. that. There's nothing else to do." Yeah. Nobody cares about. Great that. audience though. Yeah. Great audience. Best. They're the best because they came. There's no rowdy drunks no. to deal with, and they were looking for something to do. So it was like they were they came to have a good time they and to laugh. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome, and they were a great audience. Hmm. I loved that was my, that was one of my favorite gigs I ever did. Um, anyways, we should probably do a segment called uh, feedback. We got uh, feedback. Hey, welcome to Feedback. We got feedback. We're going to do the ads here. This week's uh, segment is brought to you by our friends at Amazon. Go to the Live from the Dutch Hall website or the Dutch Hall website. Go to livefromthedutchhall.com and you'll see our Amazon banner there. Just click on it and do your shopping and then we get some of that money. And then we'll add that to the pile, to uh, the pile of money that we're going to just eventually swim in like Scrooge McDuck. Can't wait. And um, we talked about Patreon already, and then BetterHelp. If you do, or if you're having trouble, and you need somebody to talk to, if you have anything in your life that you're struggling with, that you feel like you can improve yourself, uh, go give BetterHelp a try. You can go to uh, BetterHelp.com/slash/DutchHall, and uh, I'll tell you, BetterHelp—they're good. They're been good. Um, they've been a good uh, source of help. If they'll connect you with a counselor in twenty or forty-eight hours, you'll be connected with a counselor. It's not a self-help line. It's not a crisis line. It's just professional counseling done discreetly. It's available internationally. Uh, it's cheaper than offline counseling. Uh, blah blah. Go to betterhelp.com/dutchhall, and Dutchhall listeners will get ten percent off their first month. That's again better help.com slash dutch hall and uh, that's it for our ads and if you'd like to give us some feedback uh, please do it go to live from the dutch hall at gmail.com uh, give us an email there or you can go to the dutch hall at gmail.com or you can go to instagram twitter facebook all that stuff tell us what you think of the show tell us what uh, you'd like to see and we will put it in and uh that is everything. That is everything that I can possibly say. Um, so we've been. Pro, um, we haven't really got any feedback. It's summertime. Yeah, I think people are doing summer shit. And plus, we're coming out of a pandemic. Yeah, and I saw that we were just watching a lot of Palooza before this. It was like on the weekend, and it's like Amazing. there are no mass, like full. Grant Park full of people just like gigantic concert yeah like a regular concert again and I don't like I, I don't know old footage honestly when we when I came in I thought it was something old yeah but it wasn't from this weekend like That's real a, a real concert so like I don't know if, if this is like if this is where we're like we're headed here because we're not there in Canada yet right no I don't think so but 
can we like we couldn't go to a concert right now but man i'm dying to do it things gotta be start booking not even any mass though at the concert no. do you feel comfortable with that i don't know i'm i i'm it's irresponsible to say i'm double vaccinated so i feel okay for myself but i guess i can still get it and spread it yeah i haven't checked out maybe they had to be vaccinated to be in there or like to get a ticket or do they do that shit anymore is that that's probably against but i think if you're not vaxxed are you the one that's taking the risk i don't even want to talk about this shit anymore no i get where you're coming from though and i but, I don't care. I don't care. I'm no vax too, so like, uh. I feel like I did what I was supposed to do. Yeah, like, let me go and do it. Let me go and enjoy life now. Yep. You're starting to see some people getting, like, the odd, you know, people get having colds again and stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know, where people just. Sniffles. Yeah, like sniffles and stuff. Yeah. It's kind of, like, uh, nice to see. Uh, like, because you're not, you're not, like, freaking out as much if you hear a person cough yeah you don't feel like a pariah when you do cough either yeah yeah well i did yeah if you felt a little tickle in your throat you're like oh, i'm gonna fucking go to my car to do this <laughs> i'm gonna cough it's like it's like uh yeah like you're you don't want to fart walking down an aisle of a grocery store or something like that yeah you figure the, the mob could kill you if you coughed you know right. at one point in time anyways like uh seeing people on a fucking real rock show makes me like it's, it's weird, but it's like it makes me a little excited that it might, it might be happening sooner than later. Yeah, for you, comedy too has got to start going. Even now, the shows that are happening are doing way better than they normally do in the summer. Oh. Most of them are selling out. Like people have an appetite to do anything, like just to go somewhere and do something. So, mm-hmm. if you are looking for entertainment, I'm I'm trying to get booked right now. So, if um, we can uh, bring a show to you, that's for sure. There's a lot of we're we're just trying to book up for the fall now. So, but the shows I've been doing have been great, yeah. actually. The ones that uh, that have had been lucky enough to do have been pretty good and um, big crowds, like as far as they can as big as the crowd they can have. It's pretty full. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like selling out of the capacity they allow you that a lot of these sh- a lot of the shows in the clubs at least are selling out and. Uh, so I'm hoping it's a thing. It's a sign of things to come. And a lot of the outdoor shows are doing well too. Like that's one thing I think it'll stay after the pandemic. Like an outdoor comedy show. I don't mind an outdoor comedy show. What I hate is when I have to do a comedy show in front of uh, like the one I just did. It was an open mic, but I still they put up these. Uh, it's basically like a picture frame of yeah. like plexiglass that they put in front of you. They hang it from the ceiling. Right. And you just got to talk in front of the plexiglass. Right. But the last open mic I did, like the the nearest person was fucking 20 yards away or something, so you why know? The, yeah, why the plexiglass? So, like, if there was someone, like, right in front of the plexiglass, I'd get it. But Yeah. So then I just uh, did my whole set, like, beside it. So you could hear. So there was no barrier between yeah, me yeah. and the audience. Because otherwise you feel like there's a wall between you, like you're... And it's like there. It is something about like, even if it's a see, even if it's like plexiglass and you can see right through it, it's still like something between you and the other person you're trying to have a connection with. It's almost like they're watching on TV. Yeah, like yeah. Dance monkey, like you're like a. Yeah, like looking at you at the zoo. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm on sleepy. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I didn't. I haven't been sleeping very good. I only sleep. I get like every uh, few days. I'll just like uh, yeah, have a good one. Uh, no, I will never have a good sleep. But uh, every few days, I have like horrible pain, and I can't explain it. 
and then I, and that would make for a bad sleep. Yeah. And last night was one of those. So I'm a little bit yawny for this one. Ah, well. Anyways, I think what we did, Kevin, was we came here, we talked titties in the Olympics. Yep. What else did we talk about? We talked about uh, a little bit of women's issues. Oh yeah, how uh, women ruined the workplace. Because yeah. it used to be way more fun when we didn't have to worry about you and we could lie about how hard work. <laughs> we did think they were smarter. <laughs> yeah, we, we said when we were smarter. Yeah. So I think we pretty much, we made some pretty strong statements here. I think we, We've given the audience a lot to chew on, mm-hmm. a lot of things to think about, yep. a lot of things to potentially uh, formulate an email uh, at livefromthedutchhallgmail.com. Give us some feedback. And... Uh, you know, I think once we've done all these things, Kevin, there's not much more we can do. No, I think we should just play us out. Well, there's a, before we do that, I like to say it to my audience one thing. Ah, uh, yes. And I like to tell them, you know what, my sweet, sweet audience? <laughs> my beautiful, beautiful... I got to talk right to camera here. Hello, you sweet, sweet audience. I will see you next Thursday, bitches. <laughs> Hit it! We're playing everything! Hit them all!